25 minutes after the hour here on the Toronto Large Radio Show. Continuing our coverage of Manchester's elections, uh, primary elections, which are tomorrow. Now we'll go to the school board answers in Wards 7, 8, and 9. Do you support make, making Manchester a sanctuary city? Ross Terrio, incumbent school board member, Ward 7. No, I do not support making Manchester a sanctuary city. Sanctuary cities violate federal law and create chaos by ignoring the rule of law that our country relies on to keep order and prevent crime. Ethan Morehouse, 19-year-old sales associate at Old Navy in the Mall of New Hampshire. I support Manchester becoming a sanctuary city. Our nation was built by immigrants, and now more than ever, we need to ensure that our immigrant population is not in fear. Immigrants help make Manchester the great city that it is, and we need to ensure that they are kept safe. Word eight, Jimmy LaHue, as a school board member, this is not an issue that we would take a vote on, but... To answer the question, I do not support making Manchester a sanctuary city. Erica Connors, Ward 8 incumbent school board member. Our job as a school district is to educate the youth within our city and provide them with a safe and healthy learning environment. It is my hope that our federal legislators can come together to develop common sense immigration laws that will help families, schools, and cities across the nation. I don't hear a no in that, do you? And Arthur Beaudry has no competition, so he didn't answer. Okay, which I think is a mistake. I think when every time you have a chance to inform the voters of what you believe, whether you're unopposed in a primary or unopposed in a general, you should do it. Okay. Do you support overriding the tax cap for pay raises? Ross Terrio, I support the tax cap. There should only be an override for extreme circumstances. That being said, our school system is chronically underfunded based on per-pupil spending. Oh, the old, tired Jim O'Connell mantra. Okay, so what are you saying, Ross? You try, I, I, I don't know. It seems to me you got a foot in both camps there. Uh, Ethan Morehouse, in order to ensure all public employees are receiving adequate and competitive wages, the school board and aldermen need to sit down and work together, uh, to sit down together to work out a plan that won't ask more from taxpayers, but rather reallocates funds to ensure that our public workers are receiving adequate pay. Question. <laughs> when upwards of 75 to 80 percent of your money overall is being spent on salaries and benefits, where where is this reallocation that you propose coming from? Erica Connors. Oh, sorry. Um, Jimmy LaHue, candidate for school board in Ward 8. I do not support a tax cap override to fund salary increases, period, short and sweet. Erica Connors. See, that's the kind of sentence that you had to uh, write for the police exam. Simple, straightforward sentence based on information given. It really still bothers me that there are people who can't do that. That's not They're not stupid. The people who taught them might have been, though. Erica Connors, there is a significant relationship between a city's educational system and property values. If Manchester properly funds its schools, it will become a desirable city for families and businesses. As a result, our tax base will increase and we will have no need to override the tax cap. There is so much wrong with this, I can't even tell you. Because it shows, if nothing else, a fundamental misunderstanding of the tax cap, which limits the amount of property taxes that can be raised in any given year, irrespective of the value of the base and irrespective of the rate. 
So, yes, Erica Connor supports overriding the tax cap. Um, and we're going to skip the most important uh, issues, although Connors says in Ward 8, it's class sizes. We need to develop a budget that properly funds our schools. Okay, money, 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 money. Um, Lahu actually gave a really good answer to this. The obvious are redistricting or the opiate crisis, but an issue facing every citizen in the city and the state in general is the lack of vocational training at the junior high and high school level. With a pro- with 1.5 million job opportunities currently unfilled in the trades, skilled labor is highly respected and sought after. We need to prepare our students for life after high school, whether that includes higher education or not. Great answer, Jimmy. And um, the rest of the answers are uninteresting. Ross Terrio, though, in Ward 7 says school funding is the number one issue facing the city. Manchester is the poorest community in a wealthy state and doesn't have the money. I believe Keno will help with funding, but the state has a duty to help Manchester because of our poverty level. I'd say it has a duty because of all the things that it has imposed on us. But he goes on to say we should consider legalizing marijuana and taxing it to fund our schools. So tax dope to educate dopes. Roz Terrio's plan for schools. All right. That was in Sunday's paper. I sent you a link, Josh. Hopefully I had to get into the, a different account to do it. Wards 10, 11, 12. Here we go. Do you support making Manchester a sanctuary city? Bill Berry might as well just say yes and save us the words. I'm a lifelong resident of Manchester. I am very proud of the fact that we have always welcomed people that uh, from throughout uh, the world and our city. If anyone is here and has broken the law, then our law enforcement agencies should do whatever is necessary to make sure that all of our residents are safe and protected. All right. I guess that's closer to a no than to a yes, but I'm always suspicious of people who don't just come out and say no. Tammy Simmons running for alderman in Ward 10. No. I think Manchester has a vibrant, diverse population that includes immigrants and refugees that are here legally. If Manchester is willing to apply for and accept federal monies for law enforcement, then we have to agree to all the strings that the federal government attaches to that money. Norm Gamash. Manchester is always welcome immigrants, including my own family. However, I do not believe the city should harbor individuals who have not gone through the immigration process as determined by federal law. Further, any individual who has not followed this process and has committed crimes elsewhere, should not be allowed to reside in our city. Russ Willett, no, I do not. Sanctuary cities have taken a stance against the assistance of federal government in enforcing federal immigration law. People who have entered the country illegally or overstayed their work visas should not be granted a blanket protection. Manchester does not have the means to support such a policy. Andre Rosa, I do not support. Uh, these are all candidates for Alderman in Ward 11. I do not support making Manchester a sanctuary city. In case there is any confusion, the refugees in Manchester are legal immigrants. They are an asset to this community. That said, the federal government is leveraging funds to get Manchester to comply to their priorities. I do not appreciate that. Well, then don't take the money. He who pays the piper calls the tomb. Armin Formas did not respond. Ward 12. Keith Hirschman says, absolutely no. Criminal illegal aliens in our country are breaking our laws. They often found breaking laws to conceal their original crime, identity theft, stolen Social Security numbers, false driver's licenses, and felony crimes against our citizens, rape and murder. We need to be able to protect our citizens. Hassan Essa, 20-year-old full-time student at UNH Manchester, as a refugee 
who arrived in Manchester in 2000. I intimately understand the challenges facing immigrants coming to our country. Manchester's safety is a priority. We need to make sure both of those who are undocumented and documented know that they can comfortably call our police and fire departments during an emergency. In other words, yes. All these people who go on and put these grand paragraphs, I think they'd flunk the police test because they missed the simple mission. Write a single sentence that answers the question. Joel Elber, this guy wrote a paragraph and a half. It is important in these times that Manchester, as well as our state and federal, adhere to the rule of law, neither a citizen. I cannot advocate city employees not cooperating in legal terms, morally, the issue is one of our individual consciences. I advocate that the city of Manchester create a commission on human rights to foster dialogue on issues of race, creed, color, and immigration status with the goal of adopting policies that promote equal opportunity for everyone. So, and ensure that all people are in Manchester treated with dignity and respect and within the rule of law. So I'm thinking maybe he's opposed to it, but I'm not sure. And then Jonathan Barrett, who didn't show up for our interview here, did not answer. Uh, At large, Joe Levasseur says, no way, absolutely not. And the reason is simple. We should never put out a welcome mat for criminals. We have enough already. (laughs) Okay. Override the tax cap for pay raises. Bill Barry basically wrote like 100 words to say yes. He respects the fact that a majority of our voters elected to impose a tax cap and the ability of the old run to override the tax cap when it was necessary to run our city efficiently, which he has done twice in the last two years and at least three times. Um, and at least three times since being an alderman. So a long-winded way of saying yes. Our city employees need to be treated. I'm very treated fairly. I'm very proud of the fact that our tax rate, oh, enough. Tammy Simmons says, like the rest of the charter, it must be um, respected, short of a true emergency, like a building or bridge collapse. I wouldn't vote to override the cap. Norm Gamash in Ward 11, every effort should be made to fund all city and school services within the allotted cap. Well, he didn't make too many efforts because he voted twice to override the cap after, of course, voting for his kids' pay raises. So... Just saying. Well, that says absolutely not. The provision in overriding the tax cap should only be used in emergency, blah, blah, blah. Rosa. No, the voters spoke clearly when they endorsed the cap. The budget is unsustainable, as is the salary and benefits package given employees are competitive. However, we can make significant cuts in truly innovative services, thus freeing up money. Then measured compensation increases can be considered. Hirschman. No. Essa. Yes. Ensuring our teachers and public service employees are provided with fair, livable salaries. What is not fair and livable about the average uh, city employee making about as much as the average household in the city that pays the taxes to support them? What is not uh, what is not fair and livable about that? So many. So it's so fair and livable that most of them live. The vast majority of them live in our surrounding Tony wealthy suburbs. Anyone who says they support the tra- the tax cap because it's in the charter and remind you that it's got an override provision is saying they're voting to override for whatever reason. Um, Elber boiled down his answer as a yes. Lavasser, although I have supported a revenue override, I do not support any budget that overrides the CPI number. Or what is better known as the tax cap override? There is a difference, Joe. No, there's not. And nobody's buying that anymore. So you're not doing yourself any favors. I got to move on here real quick. 
uh, let me see. John Avard. He doesn't believe that uh, there should be a tax cap. Oh, I mean, uh, a sanctuary city established, uh, established, but he does not favor overriding the tax cap to increase the salaries of city employees. He says he's worked hard to negotiate contracts that fall within the scope of the tax cap once all expenses and savings are considered. So John perpetuates the lie that he told when he used non-contractual related savings from things like projected retirements to hide the increases that led to layoffs this year and caused the budget to go up two and a half million dollars last year and another two and a half million dollars this year all without although this year we actually did some things with it last year we just maintained the status quo and the only other people to answer um, those questions uh, for the school board or kellyanne thomas she does not support manchester being a sanctuary city at this time she doesn't support a tax cap override connie van houten yeah she supports it as a citizen, I appreciate the richness of Manchester's cultural diversity. Uh, but she does have... I do hear the concerns. This is what Connie does all the time. The school board, though, would not be part of any decision about making Manchester a sanctuary city. Well, it could be. You never know. She supports it. The tax cap has a legal basis, but only the Board of Aldermen can override. Their careful assessment of the need for any override is what I will support, as is their, their prerogative to make a, such a decision. Of course you do, Connie, because they keep voting to override it. And then, of course, there's me. <laughs> no, I see no reason to attract more criminals and endangering our citizens by flouting federal law. Lawrence Mass is a sanctuary city. Need more be said? No. When the people doing the job contend they are outmanned and outgunned, the answer should be to hire the necessary numbers and not provide uh, needed materials, not give whopping pay raises. And then I've already talked about in a prior segment my number one issue facing the schools, and that is the ongoing efforts to undermine and sabotage the incumbent superintendent. That, my folks, will wrap up our pre-election day coverage. We'll have more on this and other election topics tomorrow, as tomorrow is primary day in the Queen City. Now a really quick break for traffic, weather, and sports. To be followed by Steve McDonald of the New Media Militia.